purpose. Nobody will be left out in God's blessing today. All over the world, the blessings of God shall reach you. In Jesus' name. Put your hands together for the Lord. Help me welcome two or three persons closest to you there. Worship team, God bless you. And um, the musicians, God bless you. May the Lord bless you, lift you up, and increase his anointing upon your life. Have you greeted your neighbor, neighbor for me? Do it again. So you are welcome before the presence of God. And whatever I ask people to do here, please do the same in all Living Spring Chapel assemblies all over the nation, all over the world. And then members online, do it. Greet yourself and welcome yourself to today's ministration. Please, as usual, like, may comment, and share. Like, may comment, and share. Connect with us through our website page, www.livingspringchapel.org slash life or youtube.com slash the Femi Emmanuel. You can connect to our YouTube while the Facebook is being put in order. Now do your jottings. Don't forget, hope you are here with your notebook. We are building the culture of not, of not coming to church and just staring at the preacher. But you are capturing the essence of his message as it relates to you. Don't just stare at the preacher. Just, just, just looking absent-minded, looking as if you are not around. When you are in church, be there in spirit, soul, and body. Your hand is jotting. Another one is typing, hyping, and rebroadcasting it and forwarding it along, uh, across the world. That's how to be in church. Fully there. Many are in church, but not in touch. Their minds are somewhere else. Their souls wandering all over the place. You are not Noah's dove. Don't let your spirit and your heart wander. Concentrate and receive the best that God has for you. Please do your jottings uh, and do it very well. Get back home. Go through these notes. Prepare yourself and build your faith in the Lord. We are still on the month's focus. Prophetic dimension. The prophetic dimension. Can somebody say the prophetic dimension? Say it well all over the place. The prophetic dimension. I have brought you different messages on this all-important insightful topic. Last Tuesday, I was on warning with prophecies. How to do life's battle. How to go to war with prophetic mandate. With prophetic utterances. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 18. I picked that message from First Timothy chapter 1 verse 18. This charge I committed to you, O this son Timothy, according to the prophecies that went ahead before you, that you might war a good warfare. Prophecies has gone out. Take that prophetic word and go to war 
warring with prophecies. That was what we were, where we were last Tuesday. And then Sunday, this last Sunday, I was on tongues of fire. Tongues of fire. And I picked that from Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, verse 3. Acts chapter 2, verse 3. On the day of Pentecost, the Bible says, There appeared unto them clothing tongues like as of fire, and it sat on each of them. God brought up, the Holy Ghost came down like a mighty rushing wind and gave the 120 of them in the upper room clothing tongues as of fire. Your tongue when anointed by the Holy Spirit and you prophesy with it, you are actually spewing out fire. You are spitting fire. You are releasing fire. It's not ordinary word. When your tongue is anointed and the Holy Ghost upon your spirit and you are praying prophetically, it is fire that you are releasing. He said, I will make these people, these challenges, these mountains, these oppositions, you can put whatever you like there. I will make them as wood and the word in your mouth like fire and it shall burn them. Proverbs 18.21 Proverbs 18.21 It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Mark 11.23 Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt. But believe that he shall have those things which he says, those things that he says shall come to pass. Power on your tongue, especially when your spirit is anointed. Today, I titled the message and the ministrations, The Dynamics of Operating in the Prophetic. The Dynamics of Operating in the Prophetic. I told you last Sunday that we are in the age of let there be light and light shows off. We are in the age of Lazarus come forth and he that was dead four days in an advanced stage of decomposition came back to life. We are back in the days of Joshua saying to the son, stand there thou still and the moon remain there until I finish the work at hand. Joshua chapter 10 verses 12 and 13. Joshua chapter 10. The Bible said, Then spake Joshua that day to uh, uh, the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand thou still upon Gideon and thou moon in the valley of Ijalon. We are back into those days of commanding the sun and the moon to stand still and the entire solar system was suspended the earth stopped rotating why because a man with an anointed tongue spoke even the laws of nature were suspended we are back in those days we are back into the days of the prophetic please understand it this is how to run the race of life and prevail daniel 11:32 the people that know the law of their God, that know the power they carry, that knows the anointing on them, he said they shall prevail in all they do. Even nature was suspended and he listened to you. We are back in those days. We are back in the days of commanding nature to behave. 
We are back in the days of rearranging your circumstances and situations to suit your purpose. I have said to you again and again, if the way you see yourself is not the way you like yourself, rearrange it. Rearrange. He has given you power to rearrange. He has given you power to call the things that be not as if though they are, and they will appear. That is the only thing the present world will listen to. They will not listen to our rhetorics. They are not interested in our phonetics. They want to see power demonstration. They want to see raw power in operation. Romans chapter 8 verse 19. He says the earnest expectation of creation is waiting for the manifestations of the sons and daughters of God. It's not for their grammar. It's not waiting for proverbs and the sayings of the elders. They are not waiting for philosophical, poetic delivery. No. That one won't move the devil an inch. That one will not change the equation. But when the power of God swings into operation, because you know who you are in the Lord, because you know what you carry, because you know the power in you, and you release them, they will listen. Your generation will listen to you in Jesus' name. I said your generation will listen to you in the name of Jesus. This is the time to decree and declare. You are in authority. You are in authority. And the church of Jesus Christ is an army. You decree a thing. Job 22 verse 28. Job 22 28. He said, thou shalt decree a thing. And it shall be established unto thee. No ambiguity about it at all. Straightforward. Easy to understand. You will issue decrees. So, please, go and be issuing decrees. Against situations around you. Even the forces of nature, they will listen. Animate and inanimate object, they all have ears. When an anointed tongue is speaking by the power of the Holy Ghost, Jesus Christ said, if you ask these little ones to keep quiet, I will command the stones to rise up and begin to give me praise. So, Which means stones will hear him. Dead Lazarus heard him. The roaring storm had his voice. I prophesy to everyone connected now. Everything you speak to, they will listen to your voice. They will obey your decree. In the name of Jesus. That is prophetic prayers. Learn to engage your tongue. Declaring God's word over situations and circumstances around you. Engage your tongue. Declaring the word of God over and against situations and circumstances around you that is prophetic players that is operating in the prophetic calling the things romans chapter 4 verse 17 he says god quickens the dead he calls the things that be not as he though they are and jesus christ said as i was so are you in this world so we are to go on doing what jesus did he said that i believe on me the things which i did they will do greater things than this if jesus can command the storm and say peace be still and the storm obeyed him even the storm of life around you when you do the commanding they will obey you they will obey you because we are to operate like him we are to operate like him we are not to operate less than him that is the minimum standard aspire to it you might not have been there now but aspire to it that is the that is who you are that is who you are we are not just happy clappers church goers no we are changers of situations 
we are to bring the power of God to bear wherever we are. That is the prophetic. That is the word of God. We don't necessarily foretell. Not all the time, but we foretell. I have told you that. I've taught you that. We don't foretell like the old prophet, but we foretell. We call things. We tell it forth by the power of God. We tell it forth with the power on our tongue and things happen. We call out miracles and they showed up. We call out healings and healings take place. We call out power and power manifests. We call out changes and the changes manifest. I decree and declare, whatever you call from today, we obey your voice. I said we obey your voice. If you call out for healings, healing will manifest. In your house, in your situation, in your offices, in your marketplace, over your children, in your neighborhood, in your department, in your house cell, in your zone. When you lay hand and you call for healing, healing will manifest. When you call for prosperity, prosperity will come. When you call for victory, victory will be established for you. Somebody say amen. Somebody say I receive it. The dynamics of operating in the prophetic. The dynamics, what it takes, how it moves, how it is worked out, how to switch it on, ah, how to switch into the prophetic, how to use your prophetic mandate to make sure that things are done according to the will of God, not according to circumstances around you. The dynamics of operating in the prophetic. Let's go to the book of Romans. Romans chapter 10, we will be looking at verses 6, 7, and 8. Romans chapter 10, verses 6, 7, and 8. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in thy heart, who shall... Verse 6, please. Say not in thy heart, who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above. Verse 7. Or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring up Christ again from dead. Verse 8. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Let us get into this scripture. Let's dig deep into it. It is, he said, the word, don't look for power here and there. It's already in your mouth. <laughs> That's the summary of that. Don't say, who will go to heaven? He ascended to heaven. Who will go and bring him down for us again? Oh, he went into Sheol. He went into the deep, into hell. Who will bring him up from the dead? He said, no, he's near you. He's in your mouth. He said, but what, what's here to it? The word is in your mouth. Let somebody say, it's in my mouth. Say, it's in my mouth. Touch your lips and say, it's in my mouth. Touch your lips and say, it's in my mouth. It's in your mouth, the word of faith. And let me start by saying, it is not the exclusive preserve of some special people. This operating in the prophetic, this calling the things that be not as if though they are, and they are showing up. This taking the word of God into our mouth and releasing it as missiles for Goliath to fall is not the exclusive right of some exclusive people. It's not for some special people. No. It's for all of us. 
You don't need to wear a collar to have a calling. Your calling is of God. If you are born again, you are in Christ, you have a relationship with him, you have the power of the Holy Spirit, you have a calling. You have a calling to do the speaking forth. You have a calling to operate in the prophetic. You don't need to be on the pulpit to do it. No, you should be operating in the prophetic in your own space in life. You don't have to be on the pulpit. Well, those ones are for the Femi Manuels of this world, the Benihins of this world, and whoever you may want to name. No, in your space in life, in your own situation, where you are, where you work, where you live, where you operate, in the marketplace, in your offices, in the school, in the home, on the street, in your estate, at home, in your house cell, in the zona, uh, at zona level, in your department, pastors on the pulpit. It is not for a particular set of people. Mark 16 verse 17. These signs shall follow them that believe. Them that believe. Them that believe. Them that believe. Not them that has a particular degree in philosophy, in theology. No. Them that believe. Not them that wear a particular robe. Them that believe. Not them that are clad in a particular dress. The thing is not in the dressing, it's in the Holy Spirit. Them that believe. How many of you in this hall believe? Can I see your two hands up? You believe in the name of Jesus Christ. Wow. You are qualified to operate in the prophetic. You are qualified to foretell. You are qualified to call the things that be not as if though they are. Now, it's about time you stop running after some men to pray for you. You have the prophetic tongue. Employ it. It's not the exclusive preserve for some people. No. There is no particular college. You go for it. No. You have it. Once you have Jesus and you have the Holy Spirit... And you are in fellowship and in relationship with him. He says for them that believe. It is not for some special people. I want that one to sink deep into your spirit. Because if you want to do a thing. And you think you cannot. You already have your result. Them that believe. The question is do you believe? Do you believe? That Jesus is the Lord? Do you believe? In the power of the Holy Spirit? Do you believe in the word of God? Do you believe? Once you believe and you are living in the reality of that belief, then you are qualified. And nothing qualifies anyone to have it, to have faith more than you. Do you have faith in the Lord? That is all it requires. And nothing qualifies any other person, any other Christians to have and operate in faith more than you. If you do what they do, you will get what they get. If you do what they do, you will get what they get. Those on the pulpit, getting it more than you, they are getting it more than you because they believe in it more than you and they exercise their faith in it more than you. Can I say that again? In case you are thinking it's for the pastors, anointed pastors, anointed prophets those that are on the pulpit that are saying it and it's coming to pass 
that are calling miracles and miracles are happening. That are prophesying and changes are, are happening. And people are getting healed. And situations are changing. They are getting it more than you because they believe in it more than you and they exercise faith in the word of God more than you. If you will also operate in that same wavelength, you will get what they are getting. Chicken, huh? It's not more than that. Simple faith. Simple faith in the Lord. It's not more than that. If you exercise the same faith, the same belief, you will get what they are getting. Acts chapter 10 verse 34. Peter said, I perceived that God is not a respecter of person. God is not a respecter of color. God is not a respecter of gender. God is not a respecter of height. I perceive that God is not a respecter of person. But wherever he sees faith, wherever they call on him, he appears to them the same. He does not. He's not oh, because I'm a woman. You know, I'm single. I'm not yet married. I don't have a job. I haven't gotten a car. Uh, I'm still waiting for my baby. Nonsense. God is not a respect. God does not discriminate. If you can exercise faith, you have believed in his word, exercise faith in his name, declare it as I will be teaching you now, you will see what they see. You will get what they get. It is the same. The Bible says God is good to all that call on his name. How many people? How many people? Let me tell your neighbor, you and me, two of us, all of us, God is good unto all that call on his name. Let's go back to that Romans chapter 10, verses 6 and 8, and look it, look at it more closely. Verses 6 and 7, remove confusion and remove doubt. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise, say not in your heart, who shall ascend? Who will bring him? Remove that confusion and that doubt. He said, let not a doubtful man think that he can receive anything from God. No. And I have told you before, if there is anything to doubt, doubt your doubt. Don't doubt the word of God. Don't doubt the name of God. Don't doubt the anointing. If there is anything to doubt at all, doubt your doubt. Deal with it and remove it from your way. Don't be agitating in your spirit. Oh, if only I can call pastor. Before you call pastor for situations, why don't you go into the prophetic? Before you call pastor, before you begin to look for who will pray with you, why don't you take the word of God and operate it the way we are teaching it now? Verse says, say not in your heart. So, number one, the, 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 the whole thing starts from the heart. Somebody said, the heart of the matter is the matter of the heart. Say not in your heart. The whole process of the dynamics of operating in the prophetic begins from the heart. Your heart is the first place to walk upon. I have told you before, your heart is the hottest battlefield. Your heart is where to start the work of manifesting in the power in the prophetic your heart your heart you have a heart i have a heart the word heart is the same as your mind it your, is the hottest battlefield that is where you need to work upon faith as well as doubt both reside in the heart faith as well as fear believe as well as doubt they both reside in the heart the heart is like the gearbox 
of a manually transmitted car. Those who drive manual cars. The gear rod in the gearbox pushes the car to move forward and with the same rod, you can put it in the reverse. It's all in your hand. If you clutch, press the clutch and tilt it forward, the car moves forward. If you clutch down and pull the gear rod backward, the the car moves backward. So it is in the same gearbox. You either move forward or reverse backward. The same way. Your heart, you either permit fear and you close the door against faith or you operate in faith and send away uh, uh, fear. Both cannot operate at the same time. We are in the same place. In the same place. So, your heart operates like the gearbox of a manually transmitted car. You are the one that decides whether the car will go on the reverse or the car will move forward depending on the direction on which you push the gear out. The same thing exactly. So, your heart is capable of harboring fear. Your heart is capable of operating in faith. You decide. I cannot decide that for you. You cannot decide. And this phenomenon I'm explaining now is what separates us into classes. That is what separates us into classes. Doubters and those operating in faith. It's in your hand. So you need to work on your heart and build up your faith. How do you do that? You build the word. The word. You take in the word. You chew the word. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. He says, this book of the law must not depart from your mouth, but thou shalt meditate in it day and night. You must begin to chew it. What is meditation? Chewing it, turning it over and over again, turning it over and over again. The more you turn it over, the more you begin to glean from the depth of revelation. The place of meditation is the place of revelation. You want more revelation? Then go into deeper meditation. The word, the word. And is in your heart. He's in your heart. That's why Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23. Proverbs 4 23 says, Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it comes the issues of life. Nobody can say it better. Nobody can say it better. Don't allow infiltrations of all nonsense kind of things. Somebody was asking me one WhatsApp question. He said, Jesus Christ said, Whosoever shall look at a woman to lust after her had committed adultery with her already. He said, Pastor, what does that mean? Does it mean that when we see women, we should close our eyes with our hand? I said, you can close your eyes with your hand, but your hand cannot close your heart. It is the heart Jesus is talking about. It is the heart Jesus is talking about. When you look at at the woman or opposite sex, and the only thing that comes to your heart is immorality. There are some men so depraved, so afflicted, I think the word is affliction, so afflicted, so possessed, so afflicted with immorality that when they see any woman they consider beautiful the only image that comes to their mind is bed they are so afflicted they are so depraved you got to win the battle over your mind you got to win the battle the battle is either won or lost right in your heart or your mind that is where the battle is 
and the devil will be throwing all kinds of things. And I've told you, as long as we are on earth, we will see sin. We will hear sin. We will see evil. We will be tempted. But temptation is not a sin. It is falling into temptation that is sin. And how do you fall into temptation? From the heart. The heart. So, guard your heart. How do you guard your heart? With the word. With the word. You can't, you can't go far without the word of God. No wonder Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 15. Study to show yourself approved. Study to be steady. Study to be strong. Study to show yourself approved. A workman that needed not be ashamed. Guard your heart with all diligence. It take your heart to believe. It also take your heart to doubt or to disbelieve. Jesus Christ said, of a fact, these people are praising me with their mouth, but their hearts, where it matters, are far from me. You saw that I was laboring, and I keep laboring, asking people to get into the culture of having a notebook and doing jottings when they come to church. That is to help people to concentrate. That is to help people to, fo- to be focused. Because three quarter of those who go to church on Sunday, staring at the pastor, get home and say, what did he preach today? Say, he preached wonderfully over nonsense. What did he say? <laughs> the message, forgotten, the scripture, not known, the lessons, the conclusion, because all the time in the church, the eyes were running to and fro like Satan. To and fro, <laughs> looking at what people wore, the color that matches, the tie and the pocket square, looking at the choir, straight legs, straight nose, coily hair, and the devil is just taking them, just be there physically, but the mind is gone. That's why I'm laboring hard to help people concentrate. Elijah said to Elijah, Give me the double portion of your anointing. He said, You have asked for the hard thing, but if you can concentrate. If you can pay attention, if you can see me, you don't know the moment in a twinkling of... Do you know in a one-hour teaching, not every statement will be for you, but there will be one or two that will just be for you. Will you pay attention to catch it? That's the problem with many people. Their word comes, but they are not there. Their word came, but they are not there to take it. If you can see me, if you can pay attention, if you will not allow your mind to be diverted away by the issues of life, if you can concentrate and see that moment of transformation, is a moment. Is a moment when the chariot of fire came. Is a moment. If you miss that moment, you miss it all. There are those that are coming to church; they are missing it. And if you are in church and you are not catching revelation, you are not better than those that are not coming. If you are watching on the live streaming and you are not catching the revelation you are not better than those that are not coming come on concentrate pay attention guard your heart guard your heart the choice is yours walk it out treat your heart with the word of god treat your heart with the word of god i said something here i said the word of god is the treatment balm for the heart The word of God is the treatment balm for the heart. The heart can only be treated for sanity, for concentration, for receptive, to be receptive to the word of God through the word. The word of God is the treatment balm for the heart. I've already quoted Joshua to you. Psalm 119 verse 11. Psalm 119 verse 11. 
He said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. The word, the word. Let the word of God grow in your heart to generate faith which you need to operate in the prophetic. Can I say that again? Let the word of God grow so deep in you to generate faith which you need to operate in the prophetic. You need the word of God to incubate your heart, grow in your heart, be strong in you to generating faith. You need faith. Hebrews 11 verse 1. No, Hebrews 11 verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. Not just pleasing God. It is impossible to do anything meaningful spiritually. Without faith. And what is it that will generate the faith? Is the word of God that has incubated your heart. Colossians 3 verse 16. Colossians 3 verse 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you so richly in all wisdom teaching admonishing one another in psalms and him and he continued let the word of god dwell in you so richly so deeply so effectively meditate in it day and night can i ask somebody here what do you think of the most how to make money how to catch up with your mates how to reply those that are messing you up what do you think about the most your problems do you know some people come to church only to carry their problem to church and when the church is over they carry it away there are two things that make it difficult for people to serve god what they have and what they don't have i have seen people in church big men businessmen Message is going on. They brought out their calculator and they were punching. This minus this, okay. That's the profit. That profit. Uh, the turnover. And the, <laughs> and the word that will change their life is coming forth. But, and the heart is not capable of concentrating on two things at the same time. That's why when you, when you don't guide your little ones against distractions of television and social media, you make them a dollar. Their heart is not capable of accommodating two things the same time doing them so well. No. That's why answering telephone call while on the steering wheel is suicidal. Because your mind can no longer concentrate once you are concentrating on somebody talking to you, and a lot of people do it a lot, and you see most of those crashes and accidents you see on the highways, those little, little things, minor things lead to major accidents. Whatever takes your heart controls your life. Whatever takes your heart. We need to go and walk. I think I still have to preach a whole message on treating the illnesses of your heart with the medication of the word of God. The word of God is the injection. is the medication. Is the bam to heal your heart from straying away, from dwelling on inanities and the mundane things of life, and it deprives you of concentrating in what will change your life around, in what will change your life. So if you don't deliver your children at a particular age, and one thing about children is that they always tend towards the negative. You put the positive and the negative before a child, it goes for the negative. You know why? Our fallen nature. Our depraved nature. 
until that nature is changed. And when that nature is changed, the mind also must be changed. He said, renewing your mind with the word of God. So the mind has to be treated with the word of God so that it can concentrate because all this operating in the prophetic, calling it to see it show up, everything begins from the heart. And if the heart has no word of God in it, has no revelation of God in it, then the battle is already lost. Verse 8, verse 8 of Romans chapter 10. Verse 8 of Romans chapter 10. He said, the word is nigh thee, even in your mouth, <laughs> connected to your heart, the word of faith, which we preach. Can you see the symbiotic relationship? Can you see the connection? Can you see the three covenant forces that will manifest miracle and changes and turn around as you desire them when you begin to operate in the prophetic he says your heart number two the word number three faith to call out the miracles that you want the heart your heart that must be filled with the word not with lust not with all the cares and the anxiety in the life of so many christians anxiety anxious about he said do not be anxious about but in prayer and in supplication let you know it's anxiety 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 you don't need anxiety you only need to understand how life works many people how do i make money how do i make money money oh money money oh where are you money money those who run after money will never get money you are so easy just establish a platform that will bring you money just build a career. What is money after all? Money is payment for goods and services rendered. So learn to render services. Learn to produce goods, essential goods. Then you don't even need to pray about money at all. You don't need to waste your time. Be anxious about money. Money will be coming on its own. I have told you before, money is a means to an end. Money is a means to an end. Just like your car brought you here today, or a vehicle brought you here, is a means to an end. Money is to be acquired so that certain things can be done. Certain questions can be answered. You deploy money. Money is a servant. You deploy it to get what you want. But the tragedy of life is this. Many people seek for money and run after money anxious about money working for money till they die they never get the money so they never fulfill the purpose of living can you see a purposeless life a whole life 80 years 90 years on earth not reaching their purpose on earth because the means of fulfilling that purpose, which is money, is what they labor to get all their, all their life. They missed it fundamentally. They missed it fundamentally. Please, the word in your heart. Faith that the word will generate in your heart. And calling it out with your mouth will deliver the miracle you want. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 4. Chapter 2 verse 4. And my speech and my preaching was not with the enticing words of man's wisdom. Can you see? But in the demonstration of the spirit and the power. That is where we are now. That is where the church is. That is where you should be. The word in your mouth demonstrating power. Manifesting power. I told you the word is tired of rhetorics. 
The world is tired of stories. And the tortoise in the evening on the way to the stream. And the yonibo came. And then a lizard. And then, you know, the world, <laughs> they will just sleep away. They will just sleep away. The world is tired. It may sound philosophical. It may sound poetic. But if it's not the world, it's an empty, uh, empty noise. It is the world. Revelation. Reveal the rema generated in your heart. Don't forget the connection. Your heart with the world. Cooking the meal. Incubated. Giving you rema. Which you now reproduce in your mouth. Called out and hold as a missile. The word of God in your mouth is a missile. The word of God. He said, take up the sword, which is the word of God. The word of God is the missile. But it will be empty words if the other operations have not taken place. If your heart is not incubated, if you cannot get the rema of the word, and if you don't have the boldness and the courage to release the word, despite the physical situation, we don't speak as we see. We speak as we want to see. And if what you are saying, what you are hearing, what you are feeling is not what you desire, you look away from it. You don't, you don't, you pretend you don't see it. Eliab said to David, What do you come to do here? This, 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 this operation is for men, not for boys. Don't let anybody put you down. Huh? He said, Don't let anybody despise your youth. What are you coming to do here? To whom did you leave those few sheep? You know, do you see how he just intimidated this, the young man? To whom did you leave the, those few sheep? And you are coming here to talk. We are men, marines, soldiers are talking. The Bible says, David turned away from him. Don't argue with opposition. Or you bring yourself to their position. Don't argue with opposition. The best answer for your opposition is result. And more result. Result. And more result. Only fools doubt result. Hallelujah. Only fools. When you have paid the price, you have followed principles, you have done what you ought to do, and results are coming. Even those who hated you initially will become your fans eventually. That is how life works, and it is everywhere. David turned away from the critics. David turned away from those that were resisting him. David turned away from those that want to talk him down and remove his faith. Do you know there are some people you don't engage with in, 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 in discussion? They will remove the little faith you have. By the time they give you four, five, six native proverbs, the little scripture you have will disappear. You say, oh, Tony, oh, Tony, only Jebe, oh, Tony. You are finished. They finished you because that is where. It is the word of God. Jesus said to them, it is written. Can I say to somebody, what is written is superior to what they are saying. Don't go by what they are saying. Go by what is written. It is written. And he stood by what is written and he prevailed over all. I prophesied to somebody's life, in all your challenges, you will prevail. I say you will prevail. The dynamics of operating in the prophetic. Put the word of God in your heart and nobody can do that for you. I cannot say it enough. Nobody, 
just like nobody can eat for you. Can I, can I eat for you? You are hungry. And I said, don't worry, let me eat for you. So you will be filled. You die of starvation. Can I go to the restroom for you? Say, I'm pressed by nature. But this, this, this business, you know, is the MDCEO. This, 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 this business is so important. I can't live. Please, officer, go to the restroom for me. And, and we for me. Is that possible? No. There are some do-it-yourself issues in life. I wrote a book, Do It Yourself. There are certain things that nobody, no matter how much they love you, no matter how much a husband loves the wife or the wife respects the husband, no matter how much a mother loves the daughter or the father cherishes the son, there are certain things nobody can do for you. In this matter, in this spiritual matter, nobody can develop your faith for you. Nobody can know the word for you. If they put it in your mouth, you'll be sounding like parrots. Because it's not in your heart. It's a heart issue. You are the one that will empty your heart of all other nonsense and build the world. I don't know how to say that strong enough. Many, 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 many so-called Christians are empty of the world. And when you are empty of the world, you will be barren of miracles. Because it is the word of God in your heart which you have meditated upon which, as he said in the book of Colossians, it has, you, you, it has grown in you so much. Do you know you can grow the word of God in your heart so much that even when fear comes, it has no place to enter. It has no place to enter. Because faith, faith, I told you at the beautiful gate, Acts chapter 3, when Peter said to the man that was born lame, gold and silver have I none, but that which I have, give I unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. The man sat down and looked. The man did not walk. Why? No faith. I told you of different levels of faith. Zero faith. That man was at the zero level. Jesus said, oh ye men of little faith. Zero faith, little faith, much faith. That man was at the zero level. He was used to collecting coins. Collecting little, he was used to coins and sympathy. Sympathy is not what we feel the stomach go. Don't let anybody sympathize with you. Rise up and do something with yourself. Say, I hear. Somebody say, I hear. Pele, sorry. Yeah. Oh. They will just increase, they will just multiply your sorrow. They will exaggerate. They just exaggerate. And this person that is saying, Pele, Ya, Yo, he carries his own body, no? The problem with you is that you are telling everybody your problem, but nobody is telling you their own. So you think you are the only one that has problems. <laughs> the reason it appears to you, you are the only one that has the problem, is that you are telling everybody your own. They keep their own to listen to you. Only to sympathize with you and be saying, yeah, yo. It's, it's, all, it's all to make you... Everybody has what he's battling with. Everybody has what he's trusting God for. If that is not what will solve the problem. Take your life in your hand. Nobody will know the word of God for you. Go back to the word of God. Read it. Check it in several versions. Come to 
come and stay under teachings like this. I said that long time ago. It does not matter how many times you read the Bible on your own. There are certain revelations you will not see until somebody mounts the pulpit with the anointing of God to bring revelation. There are generational lighters. There are people that God has given a particular aspect of, of the word, of revelation. A particular segment that when they begin to revelate, when they begin to teach what they are endowed with, you will be checking your Bible and say, ah, I read it before. I never saw it like this. I never saw it like that. Because that is God's method. He put his anointing on them to bring revelation. So you take that revelation and join to yours. You become bigger. When the word of God has dwelt so well in your heart, it has become a rema. You know, John chapter 1 verse 14. He says, and the word became flesh. When it has become a substance, you can't doubt anymore. Let me finish the story about Peter and we are ready to pray. Peter said in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. The man sat down and looked. I told you, Peter had to do what? Bent down. Held his hand. Go and read your Bible very well. Acts chapter 3. Peter held his hand and lifted him. Peter was operating with the gift of faith. Faith is the only divine virtue that is both a fruit and a gift. There is the fruit of faith, there is the gift of faith. At that moment, Peter was operating under the gift of faith. When you operate with the gift of faith, your faith overrides the faithlessness. Of the person you are praying for. Peter said, if you don't have faith, don't destroy mine. Mm. Held his hand. The Bible says, as he lifted him, strength came into his ankle. Now, I'm going to prophesy to your life today. Both the fruit and the gift will be operating in you. But you have a duty. You've got to know the word of God. You've got to create time. Many people don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. You don't have time? But you have time to eat. Do you have time to sleep? you have time to run after business? Little, little mundane things of life? Man shall not live by bread alone. You are living by bread alone. The word of God that is so important that will recreate your spirit, recreate your mind, generate faith, which you need to speak out by faith and see the power of God takes over. You see, when this operation is complete and you are now decreeing and declaring the word of God to the situation. Say, thou shalt say unto this mountain, be moved and be cast into the sea. Without doubt, I've spoken about doubt today. He said, it shall move. It's not you that will move it. It's the power of God. When Peter held the man's hand, once Peter's hand touched his hand and Peter lifted him, the Bible says his knees, his ankles, Ghana strength. Peter was not the one that did that. The power of the Holy Ghost took over from there. When you begin to operate in the prophetic, holding the word of God, releasing the word of God, I have told you that the word of God, when your spirit is anointed, your tongue is anointed, praying in the Holy Spirit, I said it is fire that is coming out of your mouth. Visible eyes may not see it, but in the spirit world, in the demonic world, in the sickness world, in the poverty world, they see fire coming out of your mouth. The power of God takes it over. But he won't do that until you have paid the price. So I want everyone to get ready. Because I'm going to give you two minutes. To think of one or two mountains. Challenges around you. Spiritual, physical, material, marital, financial. Problems you left back in the office. 
at home, in the community, with the family, health in your body. As I have said now, look for the word of God. In line with that area, meditate in it, generate faith, and then with your mouth, begin to decree and declare. Begin to prophesy. All pastors of Living Spring Chapel that are listening to me now, don't end any service without the prophetic dimension. Call the miracles. Call the changes. Call the healings. Call prosperity. Call power. Call fruitfulness. Call it into the life of people. This is the prophetic age. This is the age of saying, let there be light. The light that has never been before showed up. This is the age of Lazarus come out of the grave. And he that was dead, receive here and come out. Please go and prophesy to the deadness in the life of your people and call life. An individual, go back to your space. Go back to your industry. Go back to your home. Go back to your children. Go back to your office. That thing that is not working, call it to start working. Receive the word of God. Recreate it in your heart. Get a remnant. Get a revelation. Switch the gear into the prophetic. You begin to see manifestation like never before. Rise up and let us pray. Rise up and let us pray. I give you one or two minutes. Everyone under the sound of my voice, everyone that has listened to me and is still listening to me, I want you to practice it. It's a practice. It's something you begin to do. And when you begin to see result, you do it more. What do I say on WhatsApp? I just begin to call the things that be not as you do there in their life. Calling babies in their wombs, calling healing into their body, and you hear the testimonies that are coming. People who never saw me, they never see my face, they only hear the voice, and miracles are happening. This is the aid to operate in the prophetic. Call the things that you want to see, where you want to see them, in the name of Jesus Christ, and miracles begin to happen. Shall you go? Everybody, call the name of Jesus and begin to prophesy. Decree and declare what you want to see, where you want to see them. Engage the prophetic tongue. Engage the prophetic tongue. Disregard the physical thing you see, which is not what you desire. Begin to imagine. Begin to picture. Begin to see in your, in your mind the picture of your baby, of your wedding, of your job, of your car of your house, of your enlarged business, of manifestations, of the miraculous, of that big church, that big congregation. Begin to see it and call it to be. Call it to be. Call it out. Call it out. Whatever you say, you will see. Engage the word of God in your heart. And then by faith, call out what you desire to see. That is operating in the prophetic. It is not you that will do it. The power of God will come in. That at a point, you keep saying it. You don't say it once and just keep quiet. No, you pray it today. You say it tomorrow. You say it next tomorrow. You say it next week. Say it next month. Until you see it, you start calling. You start calling. They have ears. He said, the dead shall hear his voice. And those who hear his voice shall come back to life. Call baby into that womb. Call a husband into your daughter's life. Call money, added capital into your business. 
call anointing into your life call enlarged congregation call the power and increase into your home cell your house cell unit your zone your department and in everything you do apply it it works everywhere it works in england it works in america it works in canada it works in all over africa it works in asian countries wherever there is sun and wind the word of god will work there go on that is how to live in the prophetic calling the things that be not if you will say unto this mountain be moved it shall move come on get into it now get into it now get into it now and do it after now every day engage the prophetic tongue every day don't cry don't wait for people's sympathies don't sympathize for yourself don't call a pity party engage the prophetic call it call it it will happen it will happen it will happen with the word of God in your heart, realm gained, and then your tongue anointed, you pray in the spirit, you pray in the, in the understanding. You call the things that you want to see, it will come. It will come. If Lazarus can hear him, oh yes, your situation will listen to you. Your mountains will move. The new thing you desire will come. Are you praying at all? All over the assemblies of Living Spring Chapel? all over the world homes offices and places where you are connected this is how to see the power of god in action you can do it you can do it you can do it. it's not for some special people you can do it you can do it you can do it go ahead go ahead prophesy to the life of your son your daughter oh yes that marriage will come back to life that marriage will come back to life that boy that girl will be well behaved Call what you desire to see in their lives. Call it with a prophetic tongue. Decree, declare. You are not begging. Don't beg your situation. Don't beg your circumstance. Decree and declare what you desire to see with the word of God. It shall turn around the abundance, the plentifulness, the increase, the turn around, the, the, the metamorphosis, the, the transformation, the beauty, the healing, the vitality, the power, the anointing. Call them. They shall happen. They are happening already. They shall happen. They are happening already. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. I'm going to prophesy to everyone's life. And after these prophetic utterances, all members and viewers online, if you are a tight payer and a sea sower to God through this commission, of course, this is a fertile ground to sow. Now, then you will transmit your tithe and your seed, your battle seed, any donation through the PayPal information right there on your screen. Follow the instruction and do as God may lead you. All living spring, springers in all living spring assemblies across the land, the pastor will be coming up after this prophetic word to administer the tithe and the offering and the other things to be done today. And then on Thursday morning, Wherever you are, join us via the YouTube, as I've explained to you. YouTube.com slash Defemi Emmanuel or www.livingspringchapel.org slash live. Watch us through the YouTube and transmit to other people. Do that all the time. Three days a week. Follow us on Tuesday as like this. On Thursday morning, 8.30 to 10 a.m. And that's from the Goshen land. Lagos, our place center in Lagos. 
with the prayer mountain. All of you in the Badon. Also connect. Connect from your offices. Connect from your shop. Connect from your home. Buy data. Let these things build up. Let the word of revelation build up. He said, let the word of God dwell in you so richly. You become what you hear. Faith comes by hearing. Hear it first. Meditate on it. Incubate it. Get the remnant. Speak it out. What was not working before we start working? What was not there before we show up? And what is working already, we work more. It's a new day. As I say, a new day. Stretch your hand here. Father, in the name of Jesus, I prophesy to the life of my hearers. I've said to them what you put in my spirit tonight. The dynamics of operating in the prophetic. As you go, calling the things that you desire, they will show up for you. They will manifest for you. Whatever you lack now will soon be in abundance. Whatever is bringing tears to your eyes will soon bring your laughter. Those who look at you with pity will soon look at you with envy. The glory of God will show up for you. There shall be no lack again. The word of God in your mouth is creative. It's a creative force. Go and be creating things. Go and be breaking forth to the right, breaking forth to the left. Every form of ache and pain in your body disappear now. Everything troubling your mind, troubling your soul disappear now. May joy take over where there was sadness. May abundance take over where there was lack. May the power of God fill you. May you remember this message all the time. May you begin to practice it. And your faith will be increasing. Manifestation will be following. No longer shall you be poor. No longer shall you be down. Everyone on the sick bed now, rise up and walk. Everyone on the sick bed, rise up and walk. Everyone at the brink of death, come back to life. I say, come back to life. You shall not die. You will live to fulfill God's purpose. Your marriage will not die. Your business will not die. Your anointing will not dry up. From today, receive a mandate to be making decrees. Receive a mandate to be making order. And nature will respect your order. Animate and inanimate thing. We obey your voice. You will return back happy. The Bible says the 70 returns with testimony that demons were obeying us. We made a decree and they bow. From today, all forces negative shall bow to your voice. They shall bow to your voice. You will be the champion. Ruling in your space. Taking over in your domain. A person to be envied. Everybody will envy you. The power of God will operate on you. You shall not come down. For you will move for off forever. Never coming down. Never retreating. Always advancing. If you are sick in your body now, receive healing. He said at the mention of the name of Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow. I prophesy every affliction. Receive the word of God and disappear. Even seemingly impossible situation. Turn around. I said, turn around. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Lift up your hand and give glory to God. Thank God. It is by faith. We are prayed by faith in the spiritual. Begin to thank God as if you have received it. He said, if you shall ask the mountain to move and shall not doubt in your heart, but believe that you have what you have said, you will have what you have said. Begin to thank God. Begin to thank God. Thank him. 
I have received it. I am healed. I am delivered. I have prospered. I am no longer down. Thank God. Thank God. Bless him. Whatever you had believed God for. Thank him because you have received it. And it shall happen. In Jesus name. Everybody put your hands together for the Lord. Media people, please greet.